0: What is happening, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Off The Dome Radio. Hope you're having a great start to your Tuesday, or maybe you're hearing this at the end of your Tuesday. In that case, I hope you had a wonderful Tuesday. Um, As always, thanks for joining us. We have an awesome show planned for you today. Uh, So we start with a little weekend update. We kind of chop it up, have some fun conversation, and then we get into our current events, so I talk about GE getting the biggest offshore wind turbine ever. Uh, the size of this is, I, I don't know. It's got to be bigger than Godzilla, at least close. course. Um, but that's huge. It is going to be the most efficient wind turbine in the world. Uh, my second current event, talk about Mike, the situation Sorrentino. Yes, the one from Jersey Shore, and he has to give credit to his prison regimen. For his weight loss. So we get into that a little bit. RLEs this week talk about three things to make you the most interesting person in any conversation. They seem simple and obvious, but three things you need to hear. And then Book Talk um, and Own the Day, Own Your Life, Aubrey Marcus you cannot feel like you're getting owned by your day. So we talk about three things to help with that as well. Tim, where do you take us this episode?
1: Yeah, I talk about a few entrepreneurs in the Northeast who invented a new game and a company that combines the concept of volleyball and foursquare. So we're going to tell about the story of how this business was formed, uh, the rules about it, and just how this these three people were able to efficiently <clears throat> develop a prototype for other business and just be successful with it. Make the right move. So Sounds I like think, a
0: pretty fun game, too. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think I'm going to buy it. It's cool. <laughs> I'll so we'll, try it. Yeah, we'll talk about that. And then, in case you didn't know, Amazon is thinking about getting into the healthcare, healthcare realm. So they've been making some moves in the past year. They just launched a pilot program. So we'll talk about what they're doing for their own employees and how this could potentially be the next Amazon Prime of Healthcare. So we'll talk about that. And then in real life experience, I got another freelance writing gig. So what, we'll talk, we'll talk about what that entails and um, just lessons I've learned about putting myself out there, putting my work out there, um, and creating relationships with people online. So through writing. So good stuff. And then in the show, talking about uh, the 80-20 principle by Richard Koch. Talk about a couple rules for decision making and how you can uh, make decisions better and in a more efficient way. So. Without further ado, I know you guys are gonna enjoy this episode. Enjoy the month, of October as well. Kill it this month. So, without further ado, episode eighty-eight. How's the rest of your weekend, Tim? Oh, it was a good one. We yeah. got a lot, of, got a lot of work done. There you go. Kept it low key this weekend. Reached out to a lot of potential interview guests. We got some Ooh, good ones coming up.
0: I like that. Oh yeah, love that hustle. Yeah, we did our usual uh, pool on Friday night. Mm-hmm. We were there. We were playing pool consistently at least three hours. Straight. Yeah, that
1: that was one of the longer longest durations I've spent on a on a pool table. That was a, a
0: stint. Yeah. Lost track like, of time. I played like fun garbage too. Yeah, off nights. I, yeah. I I think they were pouring half and halves in my small plastic cups of Tito's and soda. Yeah. Which turns into a lot of vodka. I'll blame it on that.
1: Yeah. After playing for a while, yeah, it <laughs> does. <laughs> and it was good to catch up with uh Uh, Norman Miller, one of our
0: uh, our past podcast guests. Yep, go check out that episode. Shameless Mm -hmm. plug. Yes. Um, Yeah, gotta love pool. Billiards. Big billiards guy.
1: Oh, yeah. And you went home,
0: too, right? Uh, That night, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my parents home. Yeah, you went home, home. Home, home. Yeah, I did that uh, Saturday. Oh, so I was at the gym on Saturday. We'll get back to that. Mm. And... You know when like your socks don't slide right on, you got to pull it like from every fucking angle, like yep. from in between your toes, yep. and then you got to pull it from the back again. You got to pull back on the heel because you uh, brought it up way too much. You got to mm-hmm. fix the toes again. It's like, how do we make a sock that goes on as easy as a slipper? Just slide right on. None of that hassle. How do we get there as a society? Yeah. That's what I want to know.
1: Inch by inch, you got to put put it on.
0: You know, let's make socks great again. How's that shit? <laughs> Stant socks. But you know what I mean. Like it's such a hassle, and then it's like you get so aggravated off of just that for no reason. hmm So dumb. Damn socks. <laughs> Fucking socks. Yeah, but yeah, I did. I did go home to my parents' place. Uh, Saturday night had just, of course, phenomenal home cooked food. Mm-hmm. Just, oh. what'd you have? It's like a pulled pulled beef sandwiches with like a jardiner, you know, kind of like a pulled beef sandwich. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it was that all all that with a nice side spinach salad with uh, a vinaigrette, some goat cheese, some pear, some strawberries. Oh man,
1: nothing nothing better than home cooking, man. Oh, get, get... so
0: simple, but tastes so different when you're at home. Mm-hmm. Like. I can do a salad with that. It's going to not taste like that. Yeah. You know. So, it's it's the special sauce. But, uh, yeah, did that. Um, it was nice to just chill for a little bit. I guess my dog almost died. What? Yeah, so... The deaf one. Yeah, your deaf yeah, dog. Yeah, the only dog who was also deaf. Well, I was trying to... I was trying to <laughs> orient
1: which dog. Yeah, the deaf dog. Don't know many like that.
0: <laughs> so, yes, the dog who was also deaf, Sophie. And... So I guess she had this crazy ear infection and we give her like stuff for her ears like regularly and she's a cocker and she got some ear infection so bad. She started having stroke like symptoms and it was like the last couple of days my parents were still on vacation in Greece. So they were, uh, Sophie was staying with a friend watching her and she was kind of like a little nervous, like what's going on with the dog here had to take her to the vet and they f- finally <clears throat> pinpointed it to that. And I guess, like, could have taken her out. I'm like, if that dog goes from an ear infection of all things, oh, she's gonna be pissed. Gosh. Imagine taking care of a dog and I'm like, having a stroke like that. the fucking ear infection. But dog's okay. It's all good. How much longer she got, you think? I don't wanna put a number on that. How old is she? 14 or 15 okay we weren't exactly sure how old when we got her we think they kind of lied to us they Mm. said two or three she was maybe half that Mm. she was a puppy like puppy brained out the ass yeah so but no yeah dog's all good she just sleeps a lot now moves a little slower you just you see the age Mm. catching up so but still a good pup fun uh fun to mess with but yeah doesn't doesn't play a lot anymore but still sniffs like every blade of grass. That's a good thing. Nose is still cold and wet. Good sign. She's okay. So yeah, how's the rest of your weekend? Oh it was you good. You said you got some
1: work done. Yeah, I just got some work done. Went and worked out. Didn't get any golf this week in this weekend though. Ooh, th- that's a shocker to me. I know, right? Wow. Yeah. Car didn't start today. Today's uh, Sunday. Something's wrong with the engine, so I gotta get that checked out tomorrow. The Tow truck should be getting here any minute to come get it. But.
0: Yeah. Car troubles are just a pain. Yeah. Man. Whether it's like something breaking, getting towed, like it's just a pain when you're. Like, it's it's mm. your convenience. It's such a convenience in life. Yeah, I should just get a Tesla. Dude. Yeah. Why you been holding out, bro? I know, right? Get the whip! Yeah, zero to sixty. What one point? Is it three or something? Something ridiculous. I
1: feel like Elon's probably programmed the car to just fix itself if something happens,
0: right? Damn just, near. Yeah. Although I did see uh, a headline. I didn't read the story, but I saw a headline that I think it was somewhere in California. A Tesla that was a cop car had to back out of a chase because the battery died. Oh really? <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's tesla cop cars i guess i guess it's like kind of a trial thing and i had to back out because the battery died like i said back I didn't, out of what a chase a chase like an actual police chase oh damn bro so like i said i didn't read the article and but it was on like a, a major news, news network so i think now i'm gonna go back and read it because i just talked myself into it i'm intrigued now Mm -hmm. but i saw that and i was like come on guys (laughs) there's not a little gas backup not a little bit like for cops need cops need backup yeah but i thought it was a little funny like incredible machine i'm not trying to talk shit on on the car it's just that's a funny scenario
1: i didn't even realize they had tesla cop cars though
0: me either I then I saw that. that and I, I guess was like, that
1: opens up the rest of that.
0: That's the first thing I said. I was like, I didn't know this was a thing, but this is kind of damn funny. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I did see that. Not that that's one of my current events, but that's funny. That's a funny event.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's a that's a current event. Bonus <laughs> yeah. right there.
0: But so you're a Tesla guy, huh?
1: Yeah, I mean, I could be. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm all about the smart cars.
0: Okay. okay. Like they're sleek too. I think they're really sweet. I I really do. I like
1: the screen inside.
0: Yeah. I'm very impressed. I think they're awesome machines. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I would buy one. Yeah. Actually, I don't think I would. I I don't don't know.
1: Even if it was
0: offered to you for free, you still wouldn't take it? I would hang on to it for a while. Mm -hmm. And it would probably... Well, I don't want to say that. And then end up somehow getting a Tesla. Yeah. Like, my mind can change, for sure. But I don't think I'd get one at this point. If I was given one for free, I would definitely hang on to it. But it might be one of my less driven vehicles. Because, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I still want to have a sweet truck when I'm older. And I like Maseratis and Ferraris. Mm. You know, I just I just like those two cars. Yeah. Not a huge Land Rover guy. Something to work for. Yeah. No yeah, not a huge Lambo guy. But they're sweet. But yeah, I don't know. If I were to get an old like classic car though, sixty five Lincoln Continental with the suicide doors. Mm. Like in the intro to Entourage. Okay. That's what that that's is.
1: something I can roll with.
0: Yeah. Like I'm not a big convertible guy, but that's what I would get in convertible. Okay. Some okay. just classic and just smooth low riding like oh, I that's on. uh was that your tow truck? Yeah. All right. Maybe I'll just talk to myself or the wall here to get your uh, your car taken away. All yes, right. Yes, my car is on the way to the Chevy dealership. There it is. Which one do you take it to? I'm going to take it to Penske because it's the closest one. Up at 96? Yeah. Yeah, that's where I go. I was just there on Friday. Nice. Yeah, got a tire patched. Penske Club. Hey.
1: Hey, what do you know? Hey, let's, hey, let's wrap it up and take the boys over to Penske. Hey, Come we're on. taking
0: the boys up to 96. We're going to Penske Chevy. Yep. All right. So is that is that yeah it's a dealership because it's exactly what you think it is yeah, yeah
1: BYOB yeah. there <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be fun yeah drink while you wait <laughs> dude that would be how could they let you back in your vehicle
1: that way they can charge you up even more and you can just go along with it you'll be more receptive so to what the is, is it a bar
0: <laughs> you have a bar have. attachment to it
1: yeah there you go I'm talking about like for your car bill. They just they they get you drunk and then you're like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna add this cost onto it and this cost onto it. You well, they,
0: they can't let you drive it. True. Just wait. Call it like V6 or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, what's going on in the world, Tim? Yeah, man. So have yeah, you, is going on in the world.
1: Have you ever heard of uh, the game CrossNet?
0: CrossNet. Yes. No. Well. You've heard of Foursquare, right? Foursquare. Like with – didn't you have like a kickball that you bounced or something? Yeah. 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 All right. Same game. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. So these entrepreneurs from New York City area – I think one of them was in Connecticut. They teamed up and they invented a game that combines the concept of volleyball and Foursquare. So Volleyball and Foursquare. Yeah. So I'll get to it here in a second. So what happened is Chris Meade, he was working for some rideshare company in New York City – hated it. He he worked in, in sales and cold called people all day and he was just constantly doing that. And he would, uh, he wanted to start his own business so bad. So every night when he would come home, he would, he him, his brother, Gregory, and a childhood friend named Mike, they would brainstorm every night, try to think, of, try to think of business ideas. And one night they were like watching volleyball and thought of the idea while they were watching volleyball to combine a game with a volleyball net and four square hmm. so they launched the company called Crossnet in 2017 so what so what happens is they have like a they have like a one minute video on their website that explains the rules so what happens is just like four square there's four squares and a net divides up each square so it's like a, it's like a pinwheel net style so okay there's like four different nets that like range out, and you have to hit over a net. So, so you to,
0: you're in a cube surrounded by netting. Yeah, pretty much.
1: Yeah, on two sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like every time you try to hit into someone else's square, you have to hit over a net.
0: Okay, and that's kind of cool. Yeah, so, and so
1: it's like it's it's four squares, and you play like everyone fills up the four squares. And additional players, if there's more than four, they have to line out like outside. So and
0: they so kind of like volleyball rules. You sub, you rotate, yeah. and just and... like
1: just like Foursquare. Like when you get out, when you get hit out, you go to the end of the line, and then you come back in.
0: Hey, back of the line, <laughs> you got hit in the ankle. Yeah, and so these
1: dudes, they were like, they invented this game, and now they have like over forty thousand followers on Instagram. Uh, they're on track to make about a million this year. Whoa. Yeah. So what they did is like, they, they, they were first working their, their nine to five jobs and they would, and he said for eight straight months, he would work on the subway. He would work on this business idea while Chris, he would work on it while he was going back from work. And then they would work on it till 11 PM every night um, and create a prototype for it. They bought four volleyball nets from Walmart, uh, set up a, uh, A rough prototype and their first rule was every man for himself so you 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 get knocked out if someone hits it into your square or if you hit it into your own square yourself if the ball hits in your own square and you score points by making it to the final square like the king square and you get points by knocking people out got it and you and the first person to 11 wins so it's like volleyball with four square and like it's every man for himself I thought it was just so cool. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. And so like when they created that prototype, they partnered with some manufacturer from China for like $250 that they found off Alibaba.
0: Did, Alibaba just coming in.
1: Yeah. So $250, they got of to manufacture this. They did online advertising, ran ads on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and took pre-orders. So the, I think... Wow. So they created the prototype, ran the Facebook ads, and like sold the idea over li- online. And then they, they sold orders through through there
0: pre-orders
1: wow 149.99 per net so on their website they list it for 300 but say it's 50 percent off right now for 149.99 got it um they looked for multiple places outside of e-commerce like they called they contacted stores like midwestern stores and they said that they they sold that overnight the fact they were they were able to get it to those stores too Um, and then they also rented out a warehouse in connecticut um, that shipped for about 15 different businesses. So they rented out space in this warehouse. So they had side income coming on to fund this project. So man. I just thought it was a really cool story. And then they the company itself cross growing so big. They're moving the, their whole company into this place. Now. Jeez. So, so could you play this on a beach? Yeah. That's where, that's where it's like mostly meant to be played, but you, oh, can, you can play, man. you can play it in your yard. I just think it's That's so, right.
0: I'd go to all the beaches first.
1: Yeah. Everywhere. They have tournament. They, they've been running like tournaments too. They they had their first tournament in California. Wow. Like a week ago on on the beach. No, that's awesome, dude. Mm-hmm. This would be the perfect like yard like yard game like spring break game. Yeah, like anytime you're going to the beach. One hundred percent. Yeah.
0: So cross like, net. You drink and play volleyball. Same thing, just a little more aggressive. Mm-hmm. Have some tequila that day, kids. Exactly.
1: And like I, was <laughs> if you're twenty one or older, I was reading this and like. How did like this idea like just now get created? Like vo- like volleyball and foursquare has been around for like ever. It's just it's crazy how like three dudes who were just brainstorming ideas were watching volleyball on ESPN one night and they're like, yeah, it's a brilliant idea.
0: Think about how long frisbee golf's been around. Yeah, it's mixing two sports. Yeah, true. That's what we should do, Tim. Let's just mix two sports together. Make sure it's fun mm-hmm. and sell the shit out of it.
1: Yeah got to
0: all right we'll talk later yeah we'll talk later offline, right.
1: offline. we don't wanna, we don't want to give away any ideas so yeah
0: Dude, this is pretty this oh, is cool. wild stuff
1: yeah oh uh on track to hit two million in revenue this year. <laughs> so like uh greg is the chief there's it's just three of them so greg is the chief executive officer mike is the chief operating officer and chris is the chief revenue officer so the fact that there's st- the three friends still together running it um and then they're, they're just killing it man they live in Miami now, and one Crossnet of them, one of them lives in still lives in Connecticut. Net, baby. So. Damn. Yeah, dude, go follow them on Instagram. Crossnet, it's a pretty cool game. Done one forty nine
0: ninety nine. Oh man, let's tag them. Maybe they'll, they'll listen. Yeah,
1: for sure. So I'd that's really, pretty. That's I cool, cool, dude.
0: Just they had an idea. Of, hey, let's mix a couple of sports.
1: Yeah, and their their YouTube video on their website it explains the rules of the game in like under a minute. So it's, it's I mean it's not too hard. Even if you've never played foursquare before or volleyball a pretty uh it's a pretty easy game to yeah. pick up on
0: favorite part of that story though that you you told was he worked on it on the subway until 11 every night
1: mm-hmm. for eight months straight
0: yeah and like that's what it is mm-hmm. that's what it what it takes he still had a day job he had to perform well there still mm-hmm. gotta make, make money to fund the side hustle yep and and now it's it's paying back yeah so just the grind man he loved the grind still mm-hmm. does yeah that's cool
1: yeah and i love that they didn't rely strictly on like e-commerce he he took his sales skills of talking on the phone and called all these like athletic stores and
0: yeah and crazy how sporting goods stores. the stuff he hated helped him with his yeah his side gig yeah which is now like obviously full time i love i always it. think it's cool how things Kind of can come full circle like that where mm-hmm. it's man I hate doing this this is not long term means to an end, but the skills there like when we interview people it's always fun to hear how the prior skills helped you advance along the way mm-hmm. so
1: you can all like you can always take something from somewhere yeah even if even if you hate the situation you love it for what it gave you to, to like empower you for the future so I think it's a pretty good pretty good lesson of that
0: yeah. What, what's Drake say? Don't be mad that it's gone, but happy that it happened. Or something like that.
1: Oh, yeah. Don't be sad that it's over. Ha- smile because it happened. Yeah. yeah something right like that. I knew I'd mess it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: There you go. Hey, you knew what I was trying to put down. Yeah, yeah, picked yeah. that up. I like that quote. Um, So what do you got? So GE is getting the biggest offshore wind turbine. Okay. It's like the big, tall things you see on the side of the road and stuff. Like the big... Things just turning. Um, so, yeah, offshore. Uh, and it's called the – I don't know if I'll say this right – Halyade X, and it's going to be 853 feet tall, each blade extending 351 feet long, and will be able to power 16,000 homes. And so they gave it a rated output of, like, how much of its energy, like, it can successfully put out. I think I'm understanding that right. Mm-hmm. Is about sixty-three percent, which is above any others that range around fifty percent, and uh, higher for most around solar farms, which are only at twenty okay. percent. So, also making it the most efficient wind turbine in the world.
1: And it's only one.
0: I think. Yeah, I think there's. Um, I don't know if they're making a mass like amount. A prototype. I. I pff, that's a good question. It didn't really. That's cool. Give me though. that, but. So it might be they're just starting with maybe a small amount of them or one mm-hmm. and just, just see, to test it. just yeah. to make sure. But that's so huge. It's mm-hmm.
1: monstrous. That's crazy. And when you say offshore, you mean like in, like in, the, in, in the, the sea? Water? Yeah.
0: Damn, dude. In water. So it's like you see them in cornfields. Imagine that's water.
1: Mm-hmm. Where are they, Where's GE based out of? Are they based out of Boston?
0: That I don't know. That's a good question. That's cool. And are, I've never been to Boston.
1: Yeah. So is this like, a, are they just, they're trying to be like the frontier company and, so, and doing something like this?
0: And I mean, more efficient energy—you can yeah, power a lot money. of homes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And who doesn't like being the first one there? Yeah. Like the most efficient wind turbine in the world right. until someone somehow makes it better. Yeah. Maybe GE makes it better over and over again.
1: Good publicity for the company. too. That's the goal. Yeah,
0: dude, putting that out. Eight
1: hundred fifty-three feet tall. Because you're not going to make the news if you just buy it. If you just build another one, you got to build the biggest one.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. Size does matter. It does. And it efficiency ha- matters too. Yes, it does. One hundred percent. And you have to have a high percentage rate of output. Mm-hmm. The higher the percentage that you can just put it out, the better it is. Yeah. We're still talking about wind turbines. <laughs> So, yeah, that – and not that I'm, like, crazy about energy, but this was just fascinating. Like, this was cool. I think Mike Rowe did, – did you ever watch Dirty Jobs?
1: hmm
0: I think Mike Rowe – he's got a cool podcast, by the way. I think oh, not he, he had a podcast. Yeah, either. I think he did an episode crawling up into one of these turbines. Mm. I'm pretty sure. I and gotta see that. It, it was a tight space, as you can imagine. Yeah, so his podcast, they're like five, seven, eight-minute episodes, something like that, short. But he gives this whole uh, – doesn't introduce who it is, but he, he tells the life story of someone famous. Okay. So one was like Bruno Mars, and he talked about his like um, upbringing and things as a child, like this and that. So you don't know who it is, and maybe – as he progresses, you can start to hint at who he's talking about. But a lot of times it's cool when he just introduces them at the very end of the podcast and then it's done.
1: That's so awesome. So check that's it out. a good out. way to do Yeah. Building the identity off the show into his podcast. And he's got a great voice for it. That's such a, that's such a good it.
0: idea. Great voice. It's like if Tim Allen did a podcast. I mean, his Michigan commercials. This is like kind of micro doing that.
1: Are they usually like people who are well known? Does he do that with yes. every single episode? Yeah. Okay. Damn.
0: It's cool. I like that. Well, last I checked, it's been a while since I've listened, but of course yeah. he's
1: he's interviewing people who are well known. What kind of question is that?
0: But it's it's good, man. Like I said, the voice helps too. Yeah. It's it's good. So, but yeah, and that keeps people intrigued too
1: in, in and wondering yeah. and listening. Yeah. Then you listen to the entire episode mm-hmm. every time. Or you just be one of those people and just skip to the end. Just be. Oh, I want to see who it is. But no, you got you. Got to. You got to
0: play. Oh man, I had playing. too. I had too much hope for society. <laughs> now you planted that seed. I
1: won't. I won't cheat on. <laughs> I'll, I'll check that out. I did listen to that. Uh, the Kobe Bryant interview with Jordan Harbinger. Yes, I liked it a lot.
0: I just listened to Kobe Bryant with Jay Shetty.
1: Oh, he, he appeared on him.
0: Yes, Kobe just going on a podcast. That's tour a good right one. What? That's a good one. <laughs>
1: okay, I'll check it out. because I'm a
0: big Jay F- Shetty fan too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, the one with Harbinger, like, God, he's a good question asker. Yeah. He really is. Yeah, he is. And, uh, Jay Shetty, like he, I mean, it's just, I love that podcast too. They're Mm -hmm. not, they're just two different, uh, style interviews, but yeah, I think both are very worth everyone's time. So Jordan Harbinger and Jay Shetty, I think it's On Purpose is Jay Shetty's podcast. Okay. Both very much worth the time of listen. Okay. Um, Yeah. Jay Shetty's got good messages off Instagram too. He's good, good content Mm -hmm. on his Instagram. Um, Yeah. uh, So, energy, wind turbines. Bet. (laughs) Uh, You got any other current events?
1: Yeah. Did you know that Amazon's getting into the healthcare?
0: Oh, geez. Rome? Oh, geez. No, I did not.
1: Yes. Enlighten me. We all know how Amazon. Yeah. We all know how Amazon. They're disruptive. They start mm-hmm. out in traditional retail, uh, book publishing, supermarkets, enterprise computing, cable shoes. TV, logistics, shoes, shoes, yeah, everything. But now they're getting into the healthcare industry, which is a three point seven trillion dollar industry. Okay, so with like, a
0: lot of room for improvement. We all know that. What like when you say healthcare? What are they going to be doing?
1: Well, let me get into it. Oh, sorry. sorry. So I'm just it, excited. So they've been making moves in the last year to to signal that they're getting into it. So last year they acquired an online pharmacy called PillPack, which okay. does which ships prescriptions online. It's pretty much an e-commerce hmm. prescription business. Uh, they did that last June. They launched a joint venture last year with J.P. Morgan Chase and Berkshire Hathaway that's focused on health insurance. And then recently they just introduced Amazon Care which is a virtual and in-person clinic currently only available to Amazon employees in Seattle and their families. So pretty much what this does is what? this is pretty much what Amazon prime was to shopping. It's the Amazon prime for healthcare. So like what they did is they provide like a s- services that help issues like cold infections, preventive care visits, tests for things like STDs, STIs, and right now, they're just piloting the program in Seattle, like I said, for Amazon employees, for their families. They're partnering with a hospital called Oasis Medical, which is a family practice clinic in Seattle. Um, and they're, they're providing the service right now. And what's why this is going to be successful is because they've done this with pretty much everything else. Like every time they've gone into something, they've only made it available to the employees. They've started small. And it's it's normally like not something that people are like – oh, we need this. We need this. But when they launch it, they're like, oh, we need this now.
0: So is it kind of like a minute clinic type deal?
1: Yeah. So what they do is like, it pretty much maximizes the convenience for the patient. Like the, like when patients don't really need to go in for a visit, when they can just talk with the doctor over video conferencing, mm. they, they prevent the need for someone to go in and actually do the visit. Um, it's it's the system amazon care is designed to eliminate waiting time and travel time that's why that's why it's i mean that's kind of the amazon prime for healthcare. they have in they have an app for it in-app chats and video conferencing um like when the when the visits aren't necessary and they send prescriptions to the patient's home like when they need a prescription uh so that's where like that um that pill pack company they partner with them for this Mm -hmm. so pretty much like, for the people that, like, wake up with, like, a 105-degree fever on Christmas Day and can't go and, like, like on a holiday and That's can't That's a
0: swift can, kick in the pants. Yeah.
1: If you, if, I'm like, if you wake up on on a day, like, when you need yeah. care right away, this is going to be perfect. It's You can get what you want when you need it. And if you want to talk to your daughter, or daughter, doctor, but don't want to get in, like, you can just do it through the app. Like, I just think it's the fact that they're now starting this, I think this could be, like, the start of something really big. Because... I mean, Warren Buffett himself said, like, health healthcare right now is a tapeworm that's just eating our country because, like, mm-hmm. there's just a lot of, like, inefficiencies and it's a lot, like, it's, it's costier than what it should be. But by doing this and, like, ev- eliminating, like, that waiting time and, like, all the extra costs of, like, someone sk- taking time out of their doctor's schedule to see you, that eliminates that cost. I think that, is, that savings is passed on to the patient. So I think, like, this is just going to be big. Amazon Care, man.
0: Just when you think they couldn't get any more convenient yeah. for you. Like, Jeff Bezos is taking over, man. Same day <laughs> delivery. That just came out. Yeah. Now you have Amazon Care.
1: Like, Dude, he's, he's taking over all aspects. Healthcare's next.
0: He's just trying to be a one-stop shop for everything.
1: Yeah. And, like, you know that they're going to have some, like, Really good deals with like health insurance because I mean the partnership they announced with JPMorgan Chase and Berkshire Hathaway. Okay, like when you've got Warren Buffett in your corner for mm-hmm. health, for a healthcare initiative, like damn, you, you know you know they got something up their sleeve. So I'm just like, okay.
0: So you know how Gary Gary Vaynerchuk wants to buy the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. You think like business owners like other ones have a, a goal to buy another business or company, probably or something like. Do you think Bezos is going to want to buy Walmart? Walmart specifically? hmm I mean, think about how big Walmart is.
1: Yeah. Like, go after like Much
0: bigger than a CVS, a Walgreens, uh, a Kroger. Like, Walmart. Dude, Walmart but is an- huge. Would
1: antitrust laws allow that? I
0: don't know. <laughs>
1: let's see. He's like, let's test it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I could see it, man. Like... I just, I just feel like they're. I just think he's, he's they're going. Slow, to they're size. slowly but surely just taking over. They're dipping into the different. Yeah. So. They'll I deliver your groceries still. And you know, people are gonna like. I'm sure people will be skeptical about this at first, but like, once more and more people jump on it, like, oh,
0: this is convenient. Let's keep. Yeah, when people try it. Yeah.
1: Man. People don't want to go sit in a waiting room, man. They want to. know They no. want to, they, want, they want to sit sit their ass in their bed and be like, "Hey, video conference call time. Time for your doctor's visit." Just pull out your phone. Yeah.
0: Oh, hold on. I got to run upstairs to my doctor's appointment. What? <laughs> no, I'll be right back down. Don't worry about it. You can chill.
1: So yeah, keep this on the radar, man. They're piloting it. I'm not sure Jeez. when the next step is or what what the next step is, but this is how all his other ventures have started out. Make it available only for the employees. Work out the kinks, see, because like if you just release it to the public at first, there's going to be kinks to work out. Yeah. You can't just so make it available. So many complaints. But like start, start with the people who who trust you, your employees, and
0: yeah, test it. Yeah, and it's not like he's brilliant. Gonna, you're going to get like cheap care. It's yeah, just a different style of care.
1: Hmm. Man, just in Seattle right now. So yeah, keep that on the radar. Crazy Amazon Care.
0: What can't this man do? <laughs> So I, remember Jersey Shore? Yes. Mike, the situation. I watched it. No yeah. shame. Oh yeah, I watched it too. Mike, the situation. Jersey days. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, so Mike, the situation Sorrentino, uh, this was a headline, shows off 35 pound weight loss, credits prison fitness regimen. So he went to federal prison for eight months for tax evasion. And he, he was in upstate New York. So there's tax evasion and avoidance. Uh, obviously, one is illegal. Mm-hmm. And so he went to federal prison. I guess he worked out three times a day starting at 7 a.m., practiced intermittent fasting, and lost 35 pounds. So I have to poke a few holes. Okay. Like One, this is a pretty cush prison, sounds like. You get to work out three times a day. Yeah. Um. And the practice of intermittent fasting, you probably didn't have a buffet line, buddy. <laughs> You're still in prison. Yeah. But I'm glad that you uh, found your windows. Mm-hmm. Maybe you saved a meal in a bag or something. I don't know. Dude, I'm telling you, not all of them were bad. You did probably but, a really good one. But I do have to credit, like, you know, came out of prison, lost weight, and looked good doing it. Like, right on, man. Working out three times a day, you could go to prison and only do once, I guess. Mm-hmm. Because I guess what else are you gonna do?
1: Did you know that this is the same prison Billy McFarlane's at? Really? Yeah. <laughs> I read that they were in the same one together and they like became friends or something.
0: Of course they did. He's about yeah, he's about to be his business. Now that's his. a battle of who's gonna scam who first.
1: Yeah. Just say, <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, be careful of what the situation is offering when he gets out. Because uh, he's been hanging out with Billy McFarlane <laughs> for a little bit. But hey, I was gonna like do they have, when they get assigned to prison, do they have any, how does that work in terms of, like, where they send them at?
0: I hope I never find out. Because, like... Uh, I don't know, but... it has gotta be if some... If I'm gonna go to prison...
1: Some deals or something. Or if you're gonna go to prison, yeah.
0: Make sure it's for, like, something white-collar like that. It sounds like that's a lot different type of prison. Mm-hmm. Don't, like, murder or rob or break into things. Yeah. Just if you... Yeah, if you're going to go to prison, it sounds like the white collar is the one to go to. Do you
1: think there's shady stuff that goes on, like, under the table? Like, be like, hey, I'll give you this much if you let my client or whatever go to this prison. Probably. Like, at, like I'm not even talking about with the judge. Like, once the judge makes the decision, like, after that, like, the stuff. Like, do you think, I think that stuff definitely happens,
0: right? Probably. Some deals made. Somewhere. Deals are happening, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you hear stories about... Like, hey, about... Send,
1: send me to the prison with all the tennis courts and the, yeah. <laughs> the high-profile gym.
0: You hear stories about you know, guards getting bought and things like that. Like, mm. So it can't just stop there.
1: Yeah. But, hey, good for him. 35 pounds.
0: 35 pounds, man.
1: Did That's he, a lot of weight. Did he, did he gain some of that when he first went there? Or was he? did he just drop 35
0: from the know. time he went in?
1: So I don't know how true this was. He, he was kind of skinny like... When he was on the show and stuff. Like, he wasn't, like, he was, fat. He
0: was in very good shape. They yeah. were all in very good shape.
1: Like, I couldn't imagine being skinnier than that. But, he must have put on some and then maybe. But
0: I I had heard that he gained a bunch of weight okay. at one point. Before he went to time. prison
1: or while he was in prison?
0: I think sometime before. I don't know the, if it was related because he was going or mm-hmm. if it was before all that. I'm not sure. But I'd heard he had put on weight. Okay. So, yeah, he must have had some some LBs to drop. Yeah.
1: Well, dude, I mean, good for him. Like, Gucci Mane did the same thing. Gucci yeah. Mane was fat when he went to prison. But, I mean, prison did
0: what it's supposed and to do, make you more disciplined. In his Instagram post, he made a good situation out of a bad situation.
1: <laughs> I
0: love it. So, yeah. Right on, Mike. Right on. He's out, right? Yeah, he's okay. out. He's back, uh, you mentioned, back with his wife. Oh, he got a wife. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, right on, man. I hope all is well with him. Got a nice girl. Yeah, hell yeah. Good. Good tidings, fella. Good tidings. Uh, some real life experience, Tim. What happened this yeah. past week? So, I got
1: offered another riding gig. I'm expanding my professional. am set, match. I'm expanding my professional riding career. This one I'm, I love it, This dude. one I'm excited for. It's love with, it. It's with a company called uh, Leadership Zen. Ooh, kind of an interesting name, but I'll pretty much be helping people craft resumes, cover letters, and LinkedIn profile optimization
0: for, like, like clients. Like,
1: freelance. It's a contract position.
0: I also like how you used the word craft.
1: Yes. That's why I like to say craft.
0: Yeah. Because, dude, I understand, like... That's pretty sweet, but you're good at that stuff. Yeah, and
1: I understand, like, being on the job search, it's tough because people see, like, recruiters see resumes all the time. So, if I can help other people help themselves stand out by creating, like, an awesome resume for them and choosing the right words to put in and, and formatting in a way, it's something that I think I can really enjoy doing. And there's there's pr- pretty good potential with this, too, in terms of just the earning potential with it. And uh, I just like the fact that I get to do more stuff, what I love to do on, on the side. That's and get paid sweet. And get paid for it. And so. get paid. Yeah.
0: Just goes to show... Dude, I'm so happy that you're finding these different avenues, mm-hmm. but... You can get paid doing anything, especially when you like it.
1: Yeah. And here's here's my advice, like, to anybody. I was I was texting you about it yesterday. Yeah. Like if you're uh like if you're trying to do anything like that, like you can make money doing anything like you say. But like first step is just send messages to anybody and everybody and give value to them first. Like give them an example of your work. Attac- mm. like send them a good cover letter, write it out, get some feedback from people, run it through the the there's, there's things online that if you're, even if you're not a good writer and you're trying to write a resume to someone, there's editors that you can put through like, Hey, is this paragraph good? So craft a good little cover letter, attach some of your work, no matter what you're going for. I mean, and say, Hey, I just want I just want to help you. Yeah. And if you keep, if you just keep on sending messages to people, have a, have a template that you can edit and change a little bit so you can send more and more out, uh, and just offer value to people. You will get rejected and people will say no a lot because you don't have a lot of experience at first, but someone will eventually give you a chance. I promise. Yeah. You just got to keep on putting that, putting your feelers out, put those feelers out.
0: And to your point of adding value first, if you offer a product or service and you see all these businesses on Instagram and you, whatever you offer, uh, you find these people, DM them. And if you see their work, what they're doing and you think that you can help them, uh, you can send them a sample mm-hmm. of, of you doing something with, say, their logo or their artwork or, or something or another yep. where you think you add value to it. Maybe it's more marketable or it you do some type of touch-up. I don't know. You put it on a campaign or flyer or social media marketing something, but you give it to them mm-hmm. and you say, hey – I was looking at your work. I really like how you're doing this, this, and this. Uh, I I specialize in in this and wanted to maybe offer just this idea to you. You don't have to take it. I'm not telling you how to run your business, but something I thought that may or may not help you. Mm-hmm. And leave it at that. Amazing. Because if, if, if they try it and it works, then the work already had the offer with it. Mm-hmm. So then they'll come back to you. Yeah. If it works and they're smart.
1: Yeah. And they you took the time to put in work specifically for them. It's not just a copy paste message mm-hmm. like you you gave them free value. So, so life, life Hack, there's something called Canva out there. It's a free program. Canva. You can you can create Instagram posts, Facebook posts, Twitter posts, you can create business proposals in there. You can create flyers in there they have thousands of templates for you to just create if you're like someone who's trying to get into like freelance marketing or trying to design some type of like marketing material canva is literally the greatest thing i've ever experienced incredible it's what, tool it's what we use for our uh, everything our instagram yeah like those, those Insta. like we we've definitely we've taken our instagram to another level in terms of like the aesthetic of it and it's because of canva
0: yes i was talking to that uh talking about that with a friend today and i said you know we have Long-term goals and visions, yes, mm-hmm. for, for all the pieces on the board, but our most recent was just enhancing our Instagram content in terms of quality and quantity, and mm-hmm. I think we have done that.
1: Yeah, and staying consistent with it.
0: Yes, it looks smooth and consistent, and it's put together, mm-hmm. which, which we were going for. So, And we do more stories, which is fun. I kind of mm-hmm. like it now. Yeah. Kind of like talking to the people. Story time. To, to our friends. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, interesting. But, uh, no, it's... Or, or say, like, with, with writing. You can write someone an article about their their business or new product and say, hey, I don't know if you have someone that writes articles or, or blog posts for you, but I just wanted to give you this, see what you thought, and it's about their, their stuff. Mm. Maybe they like it, maybe they don't. But...
1: You became better by creating it. Exactly. If they don't take it, it's... It's practice for you.
0: Yeah. But it, it it shows you're trying to offer value before you even have, they have skin in the game, mm-hmm. which helps. Earning
1: their trust. Yeah. It's it's the perfect thing. Giving value first is the perfect way to earn trust for someone that doesn't even know you.
0: Yep. So. Gary V always says, value first. That's right. Give it first. So, yeah. I uh, I saw this article on three things to make you the most interesting person in any conversation. Okay. So, I was like, I'm interested. All right. Uh some might seem like, okay, duh, but we need to think about them while we're in conversation because they're easy to fall out of. So the first one was be intensely curious. So find interesting facts about the person that can lead to interesting follow-up questions. So like ask about out there stuff. Mm-hmm. Get off the, yeah, it's going to rain all weekend. Like that <laughs> makes them think you're boring and you think they're boring. Um, so like find interesting things to talk, be be actually curious about their life because they probably have an interesting life. Mm -hmm. You think you do, they think they do. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's how we are. Uh, so, and it also said that curious people tend to have better relationships, connect better and socialize more.
1: Okay. So some
0: some side benefits, just be a little more curious. One might say, just be naturally curious. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, be more, be more interested to hear they have to say, then they are to say it. You led me to number two, be a good listener. Simple. But a lot of people listen for when it's their turn to talk again. Mm-hmm. So make sure that you're not doing that. You're listening because if you want to be the most interesting person in the, in the conversation, you're going to talk about yourself the least. That, that's it. And so they made the mention that people love to talk about themselves. So become the person that lets them do that. If, if you meet someone new and you ask all about them and they just talk about them for 20 minutes and then you have to part ways or leave the party, whatever, they're like, man, I really like talking to that Tim guy. Like that, that was that was awesome conversation. Yeah, he was talking about himself or, or she, whatever. Um, but it, it's that it's rewarding to the brain when people self disclose. Mm-hmm. like it, It's like rewarding to ourselves when we do talk about ourselves. So that's why that's attractive. Um, and three was stop asking dumb and uninteresting questions so again back to don't uh, get on the weather uh, it's easy to talk about sports you know ask like let's see I asked someone what her and her husband like to do for fun mm. you know just different things and then oh why do you like to do that oh where have you traveled how many times have you been there what's the most interesting place you've been to what's a favorite place why do you like that place so much you just get on an easy, just rabbit hole of questions that might seem simple, but they get them into the interesting parts of their lives. Mm-hmm. So that's what you're going after, the interesting parts of their lives. Not to say that they might not have a bunch of interesting things, but again, the deeper than surface level stuff. Yeah. So again, sounds simple, but always a good refresher of those small things because Nine ninety nine percent of us communicate with a lot of people every day, mm-hmm. so we need to be likable.
1: Yeah, I like that. So, yeah, man. I always like to ask, like, what are you looking forward to this week? Or is there anything you're looking forward mm-hmm. to? Because that'll get the person thinking about something. Because, like, if you just ask about work, like, that's not that that might not lead to something if they hate work. Right. But if you ask like what you're looking forward to, they'll immediately go into talking about something that they actually want to talk about so yeah. then i like what you say about asking oh why like why are you looking forward to like why do you like doing that yeah At why questions are good like open up because it opens them up yeah open-ended
0: or how did you get started doing that
1: yeah like yeah how did you get from here to here yeah or how did that happen so yeah, if someone like tells that. me
0: like if i don't know what they do for work or maybe it's a patient i don't uh work with as much or just anyone in general they tell me what they do for work and I'll ask, like, oh, do you, based on how they talk about what they do, I'll say, oh, so it sounds like you like it, or I'll ask, like, so you like it, and sometimes it's the, uh, ah, well, I've been doing it for this many years or whatever, it's like, well, you answered me, but you didn't, or if someone's like, ah, not really, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll even ask then, like, okay, so ideal scenario, what would do you know what you'd want to do, like instead, like if there were no rules, if you do anything, like what would you do? And just see what they say, and then I'll talk to them about that. Like, oh, so why that? Why would you want to do that? And then if we have, we get to that point, um, it's it's uh, okay. Well, why not try it? You know, just yeah. kind of like get them to that place, and like if you fuel their fire, that lights them up. Oh man you' you're their favorite person on the planet. Mm-hmm. I love it, dude. but then it's like you get to talk to the, them about that and seeing them get exci- get excited is exciting mm-hmm. So yeah, and you just made their day. yeah, by
1: doing that. And so, so that's
0: how you can use the what do you do for work question and just pff, mm. blow the door right off the hinges, man, I like it, dude. yeah
1: thanks for sharing that. Oh yeah dude. Uh, I'm let's get think, no, I'm trying to think of anything else I like there. Yeah, and what you said about uh, it's rewarding when people self-disclose.
0: Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Because,
1: like, I feel that, too, sometimes. Because, I mean, there are some, like, days or stretches of times where, like, I may be, like, working hard on something or I spend, like, extended time, like, by myself working on something and haven't really talked to people. Mm. And when I finally, like, have a good conversation with someone where I unload something that's been off my brain, it, like, self-expression is one of the, like, greatest human needs, so, I think you never know when someone needs to offload something off their chest, so mm-hmm. I like what you had, what he had to say about that, so yeah, yeah,
0: good gotta, gotta talk things out, man. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so let's get nerdy with it, what you got today.
1: <clears throat> yeah, so <clears throat> uh eighty twenty principle by Richard Koch. He talks about uh like five rules for dis- decision making with the 80 eighty eighty twenty principle, and for those of you who don't know the eighty twenty principle, it's pretty much saying. 20 only 20 percent of your activities cause 80 percent of the results so small little th- small changes small causes they're actually producing like a large majority of the outcomes that's pretty much what it's saying um and by applying this to quick decision making because like i think decision making is a big thing for people uh, a lot of people overthink some stuff uh struggle with decision making it's just some five rules to talk about so he talked about not many decisions are very important So you'll find that like a lot of the things that we choose day to day basis, like what do I want to eat today? Uh, what do I want, what do I want to do first? Uh, just small things. Like most of the time a year from now, those decisions don't matter. So first thing is defining like, is what I'm about to decide here? Is this going to impact me as a person a year from now? You should always ask Mm. yourself that question. Um, and then, uh, ask the right questions rather than getting the right answers to the wrong questions. So ask yourself the right questions about things like, Hmm. why is this decision important? Who does this decision impact? So, and and instead of just asking yourself dumb questions, like, what am I going to do? Ask like, why am I doing this? So ask the right questions and find the meaning behind something. Um, And then another thing is if you, if you've decided um, something that isn't working, change your mind earlier than later. So, like, if you've made a decision and you're not liking the results so far, don't keep doing that just because it feels comfortable. Recognize it early. And then when something is working well, double and redouble your bets. So just an example of that, um, I started reaching out to guests for our podcast. Mm -hmm. I've noticed that the response rate is a lot better on Instagram rather than email for some people. Yeah, so instead of just sending emails to people all the time find out like Where they're going like where they spend a lot of their time where they post mm-hmm. the most or spend a lot of time and, and message them there Because I decided like that works well rather than just emailing people all the time. Yeah, so that was like another I usually
0: thing. annoy him with both <laughs> Yeah, or do
1: that. Yeah, but just when something is working. Well, just keep doing
0: that. So yeah I've noticed uh, going to the comments Mm-hmm. Has has been a little more fruitful, yeah, because there's not as many of those as there are probably DMs. Mm-hmm. DMs are not
1: public, right? So I saw I, you shoot your shot on Kevin Love's post that one time.
0: Oh, it's gonna happen again. Yeah, do it again. As in the words of Christoph Lewis, and check out Christoph Lewis podcast. Yes, be fucking relentless, trying to trying to get this bread, baby. Yeah. So, and you know, it's, we want to talk, I want to talk to fascinating individuals, Mm -hmm. but I know everyone wants to talk to those people. So we got to kind of play the game. How can we get seen? So there's a lot less in the comments than the DMs. So I'm not playing the DMs as much. I mean, I'll still, I'll still shoot that shot Mm -hmm. to provide a little more info, but in a comment, I'm not trying to make it super, super long, but a little longer than most. So it get some attention. Right. Because just a like or a thumbs up or a yeah, this is awesome or a thanks, congrats, whatever. Those, yeah, whatever, thanks.
1: But ask a meaningful question.
0: Yeah, a little more meat and potatoes to yeah. it will make them stop scrolling on the home screen of their phone. Mm-hmm. That's what I need to do. Yeah. So that's how I have kind of switched my do it my game plan. We should hit them from both angles. I agree. That's what we're I doing. Agree. Good. So, People are about to get really annoyed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're just trying to meet new people.
0: (laughs) We're just naturally curious, babe. Uh, So I'm reading uh, On the Day, on Your Life. Okay. And uh, there was a section talking about how to reduce feeling like you're getting owned, whether by job, employer, what have you. So it gave three parts. First one, you need a mission you believe in, which makes sense. But... People shoot blind a lot. What is the mission? And like, if you believe in it, what is the thing behind the thing that is so just strong with that connection? Like, why are you believing in that mission? Uh, the second you have to own your space. So, I kind of took this a few different ways. Not that you are immediately going to be the best. You want to strive to be the best in your space, but have the confidence. Of being good in your space Like be confident that You can do it So you can own it And do a good job at it And be successful Like you have to own the space And uh, a
1: space that you can concentrate in And like Feel like you can do unique work in Right? Yes Like so, create, create art that's That's like specific to what you Like what you did
0: Right So for example With us in the podcast We need to own this space Our research for every show has to be awesome. We have to have good questions that we ask each other, get get behind just the surface of, of every story and, and whatever. Um we have to make sure all the gear is set up properly. Everything is pristine. We have to own the space. We have to reach out to guests all the time. We have to make sure those conversations are tip-top. That research, those questions, uh, make sure it doesn't sound scripted either because that's not our style but still have really good flow with deep-hitting questions. So that's owning our space. Mm-hmm. We have to own that to death. Bet. Own their space, babe. I like it. I like it. Third one, you have to work effectively. If you don't, uh, I'm going to skip it today. I'll, I'll do twice as much tomorrow. No, you won't. Don't, don't self-negotiate. I took that from Kobe Bryant and Jay Shetty interview. Don't self-negotiate. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm feeling a little sore and achy today. I'll double up tomorrow. Nope. 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 The, the deal has been made. The deal's been made. So uh, you need to work effectively. So get that article done or if, if you say, Ah, I don't I don't think I can do it tonight, I'll get that tomorrow. Okay, do that, but don't say initially you're gonna do it tonight and then ah so I mean things happen, but work effectively. So when you are writing that article or or just reading your book, that that's I, I consider that sometimes work too, because it's just you need to read to get better. Mm-hmm. And, um, doing that effectively, not looking at your phone after each paragraph, you know, turn it upside down, put it out of arm's reach, like just those small things of helping yourself work better and, and be productive with your time. Don't surf the net, you know, shop on Amazon later. I know Jeff can provide you the world now, <laughs> but, um, he can give
1: you a prescription at the touch of a button. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. But just be effective. If it's time to sit down and work, work. You know, on the subway, Chris was was making a business instead of playing just games on his phone. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of shooting angry birds at structures, he was making a business. Yeah. So. <laughs> angry birds. I mean, I do play Euchre on my phone doodle sometimes, Doodle
1: jump. He wasn't playing doodle jump. He was working on his business.
0: He wasn't playing Euchre 3D. Yeah. <laughs> I love Yuko 3D.
1: <laughs> he wasn't playing Pokemon Go. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Are we just going to throw every game under the bus yes. here?
1: They're great games. No offense. The
0: one with the one single moving brick on the bottom with the ball that you destroy all the other bricks. Find your
1: productive space. Yeah. <laughs> you know a game. It was yes, on Blackberry. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, but yeah, so you need a mission you believe in. You have to own your space and you have to work effectively. I love that. Do not get owned. I mean, you will, but reduce the feeling of being owned. Mm -hmm. So that was a quick little section in that book. And those are the things I love is that's why I like to read it. Because when I read it, it's like, whoa, that's important. Mm -hmm. Reverse. And then highlight. Then when you reread, that's the meat. That's what you need. So, yeah. Yeah. I like that. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, man. Been been uh, trying to get better on my reading. Has that been going well? Yeah. Some days, that's the one thing. I think I've talked about the savers that I took from Hal uh, Elrod from Mind Pump. I don't know what episode. But his daily savers. So your silence, your meditation, your affirmations, your visualizations, your exercise, your reading, your scribing. Mm. And usually it's the reading that I'll lose. Okay. So that's what I've had. It's usually what I lose, too. That's what I had to get better at.
1: Mm.
0: So I'm getting there. I didn't hit I did not hit every day last week. So but I did read today. So I'm gonna hit every day this week. Okay. That's the goal. Get it. So even if it's like five to ten minutes. Just reading.
1: So Good. can't wait to, to what you share in Book Talk next week.
0: Book From those talk. five to ten minutes. Should we do like chance during sessions? R-L-E's Dude, What should, Happened in Life
1: We should put some sound animations in, though, for that
0: Bucketong Don't feel alone Stay tuned on that <laughs> Alright, you got anything else? No, no, my uh, my chanting is done for this <laughs> <game. laughs> Same <laughs> Same Hey, everyone. Thanks for hanging with us. Uh, We always appreciate your time uh, listening uh, to the episodes. And if you're enjoying those, getting some good value, head over to iTunes. Give us a five-star rating and review. After you do that, head to Instagram. DM us your name and a good mailing address. We will send a free laptop sticker out to you immediately. Tim, anything else? Today is October 1st when you guys listen to
1: this. So make sure you kill this month. Maximize it win the month.